0: S.A.F.M. Sports Rap.
1: on 6.30 on SFM 104 to 107. Yes, it is time to talk sport and more specifically PSL. This is the radio show Segun Sir I'm Dwayne to and over the next half hour we're going to be talking uh, PSL, PSL action and PSL uh, results. Certainly the Nürnberg Cup is at the very forefront of uh, sport right now in the PSL. We've also got a couple of uh, league fixtures we'll be focusing on those later on in the week and of course there's all the talk about some upcoming fixtures including the Derby. Yes, not too long to go now before uh, Classic Chiefs and Orlando. Orlando. Orlando Pirates meet for a second time this season. Uh, loads to talk about tonight, including uh, some very special guests. Among them, Orlando Pirates player Sandani Tumayolo is going to be joining us uh, in just a little while, and we'll also chaw- talk to uh, Sean Bartlett, man who coached to Golden Arrows to a very successful uh, victory over Amazulu on Friday night. So much to come on the show tonight, but let's get straight into the action with uh, some sports news before I start talking about Hickey Butler in his fight and congratulating him for the win in Monte Carlo, or we'll start talking about Amajimbo's and their qualifying for the World Cup in Chile, which I think is phenomenal. I'm really really so chuffed with the under-17s. I really am. They've made the semi-finals of the CAF under-17 championships in this year, which means they are going to represent South Africa at the 2015 FIFA under-17 world championships in Chile in October and November. And of course, Fernando Alonso crashing. Oh, man, I fell for him. But apparently he's only concussed. Have you heard that Fernando Alonso is uh, crashed? He's only concussed. He's going to be staying in hospital as a precaution just for some further observation. But let's get straight into your sports news now. Cricket news. England, earning their first win of the 2015 Cricket World Cup with a 119-run victory over Scotland in Christchurch in their Pool A clash earlier today. Natalie Germanos has the details.
2: After sustaining two heavy defeats in their first two World Cup games, England were able to get a morale-boosting win over Scotland, defeating them by 119 runs. They were at the Hagley Oval in Christchurch, where the bounce tended to be a little bit more on the tennis ball bounce side and was a little bit slow. But England managed to get to 303 for eight in their 50 overs. Mo Ali made 128 of 107 balls with 12 fours and five sixes, his second ODI hundred of his career. He also shared an opening partnership of 172 with. Ian Bell. Ian Bell made 54 from 85 with two fours to his name. The 172-run opening partnership for England is a record for them in World Cups, while it is also the highest opening partnership of the tournament so far. There was a bit of a wobble, though, in the middle order for England as Scotland hit back with a couple of wickets. But Captain Owen Morgan found some form at last after it's been quite a lean patch for him. He eventually made 46 today from 42 balls with four fours and two sixes, while Josh Butler, the wicket and Vice Captain chipped in with twenty four, from fourteen with four fours. England eventually got to three hundred and three for eight in their fifty overs, while for Scotland Josh Davy picked up four for sixty eight in ten overs. Iron Wardlaw, Alistair Evans, Majid Huck and Richard Barrington all picked up one wicket apiece. In Scotland's reply, they were never really getting close to the target of 304 and weren't really in contention, but Kyle Kutam put in a good 71 from 84 with 11 fours. There was a 26 coming from the captain, Preston Momson, who faced 42 balls and hit three fours, while Matt Cross, the keeper, made 23 from 32 with one four to his name. But England were able to constantly chip away, and eventually Scotland were bowled out for 184. James Anderson took two for 30 in six overs, but was quite expensive especially up front. Chris Wokes took two for th- 25 in 5.2 overs, while Moen Ali, the man of the match, after making a century, also picked up two for 47 in his 10 overs. Stephen Finn was the best of the bowlers, though, taking three for 26 in nine overs, including three maidens. Natty Jamalis for SFM Sport.
1: Well, high riding, uh, uh, running high after humiliating Pakistan in their last encounter, an unpredictable West Indies are eyeing another big win against Zimbabwe in the third pool B match of the Cricket World Cup in Canberra. That will start at 5:30 Central African Time. Uh, after being stunned by Ireland, West Indies bounce back strongly to get the better of Pakistan and are currently second behind India in the points table. Zimbabwe lost to South Africa in their opener before getting the better of the United Arab Emirates. Football news: Soweto's uh, Nike Football Centre will host the final of the inaugural Multi Twist Disky Challenge to be contested by University of Pretoria and Sundowns this Saturday. The tournament has seen 62 games being played between the 16 PSL Reserve League teams. The winning team will also travel to the Netherlands for a four-day training camp at the Royal Dutch uh, Football Association and play friendly games against Bundesliga opponents in Germany. Meanwhile, Kaiser Chief's goalkeeper Tumlen Kune is set to train tomorrow and be available for Amakosi's CAF Champions League tie away to Botswana's Township rollers this weekend. Making only a second start for the club after a five month injury layoff, Kune was forced off the field with gashes over his ribcage during Saturday's 4 0 Nedbank Cup win over Edu Sport after a collision with teammate Morgan Gould. Further afield, a FIFA task force will meet in Qatar this week to try to set dates for the 2022 FIFA World Cup, with a radical winter tournament looking likely. Officials from uh, football's governing uh, body, global world uh, body, top leagues, and players' representatives will meet in the Gulf state tomorrow to try to seek uh, an agreement. A November-December tournament certainly is considered favourite, but the task force will make a recommendation to FIFA, whose executive committee will decide on March the 19th to 20th in Zurich. Rugby news: Stabbs forward Reinhard Altstadt, Super Rugby season may Well have come to an end Tests done on his injured leg earlier today Revealed that he has three torn ligaments And a broken bone in his lower right leg According to Stormers coach Anister Elstad is likely to be out for at least four months After surgery just finally in some uh, motorsport news Valentina Rossi was quickest on day one at the Span circuit as MotoGP returned to action the Yamaha rider using the team's new gearbox covered 54 laps with so the best time of 2 minutes of 0.401 Danny Pedrosa was second fastest bringing his Honda home just 0.129 seconds behind Rossi while uh, Paul Espargaro finished third quickest and his brother Alex fourth uh, Jorge Lorenzo was fifth quickest ahead of uh, reigning motor GP champion Mark Marquez, nearly 0.8 of a second off Rossi's pace, and that's just sports news. So this is FM 104 107, getting straight into it, Ned Cup, and already we know 14 of the teams that are through to the uh, last 16 of the competition, Orlando Pirates, Black Aces, Kaiser Chiefs, Mamalodi Sundowns, Bidvest Fitz, Platinum Stars, Bloomfield Celtic and Ice, Cape Down, the PSL teams, Maluti FET, Vasco da Gama, General Cosmos, Golden Arrows and, of course, Black Leopards are the national first division teams. And Natal United, the one team from the uh, lower tiers who does make it through as well so far, but still two matches to play. But really, the Nerd Bank Cup been in full swing over this last week, and all the two fixtures then have been concluded. We've got Brian again, commentator and analyst in studio, to uh, take us through some of the fixtures and what we can still expect from those two outstanding ties. Brian, thanks for joining us. And, uh, she, Golden Arrows, wow, eliminating Amazulu and then Chippy United, exiting
3: at the hands of Natal United. I think I want to talk first of all about um, Angola and Amazur on Friday, KZ and Davi. It was one of those matches that Amazur wants to forget very quickly. I mean, the goal that they conceded, the second one in particular, own goal, I mean, Roman Johannes, he's not having the best of times, is he? First of all, in the first game, they played against Bloom Celtic. Uh, he was the man that conceded a penalty. Then in the second game, was the captain of the side, when Njodombo Yandor- Yandor- not available. Then for the, the ball comes into the penalty, to flicks the ball on, towards Ruski Peterson, who just put the ball into the back of the net. But Kenya's goal was absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant, one of those I mean outstanding strikes that he took in that game, but in cheaper united you've got to talk about them when they play against teams in the lower tier in the, in, in the lower tiers. I mean remember when they played against United FC two since ago they also struggled when they went to to play, but this time they're playing at home. And Natal United proved to be a very tough side for them to try and win against And uh, when it got a the penalties, always knew it was going to be difficult For them to try and march on into the next stage And Anzimov not having a good run at Chipper United
1: Yeah, certainly not uh, And not to mention the fact that Sans David Zulu They look a very different side up front, I think, Chipper United But so far, eight PSL teams, five National First Division teams And then obviously Natal United too as well So uh, it's, it seems though that for the most part, things are going according to script Not too many upsets.
3: It seems like it, but I think, I mean, I really have to feel sad for certain teams. I feel bad for certain teams. Tornado F.C. for an example. Mm. They considered a soft penalty in the start of the game, and that really made them struggle a bit. Yes. And then after the second goal, that really took the wind out of the whole day. They couldn't do anything afterwards. But they were a very good side. I think Jerry Scorsano's got a good side there. Especially their captain, the cousin to Tawamatraba, then Wechana. He's a fantastic player to watch on a field of play. And their striking option as well. Another team that, for me, really should have scored a few goals. I'll Bader scored an own goal yesterday, was Roses United, mm. you know, I think they know so much about Bloom Celtic having the tears, having the fact that the same owner owns the same teams and blah blah, all of that, plus was in charge of that side before coming back to Bloom Celtic, so there was that similarity you could actually see on their play, but then they only struggled and I think this has just gone across all the teams from from tiers, they cannot clear aerial balls, they just struggled to do that Let's look. Let's look
1: towards the PSL teams. Has anybody actually impressed you from their opening round ties?
3: Uh, besides the final victories and so forth, I think you know they're not they're not convincing. The only team that I think uh, really had to go out and fight was that, that old PSL tie between Aces and Mzansi United. Uh, Amazul, even though they lost the game, I think they played well at some stages. They they, they had a strong first half. They had a bad second half. They just did not show up at all in the second half. Yeah. Khaya uh, Chiefs. And an easy task, you know, they just had to go there and play football. But Vets and Day Stars, oh my word, that was one of the most frustrating games I've ever done in my life. Because you could see two teams that were just sitting there making sure we'll go on a counter attack, and if you find a goal, we'll do. But other than that, we'll just keep everything tight at the back and wait for you to come and attack us. And then if you talk about the PSL teams, I think for me, it will always have to go to Platinum Stars, no. Vets, no. Sundown's Chiefs, I think Paris Chiefs For me would definitely be the ones that went In there, showed respect to the opponent Went about it at business, business like And nothing else, and they knew the importance of going Through to the next stage, Paris didn't want to be Malutit Chiefs didn't want to be Barocat so it was one of those days. <laughs> uh,
1: you, you're just not reading anything into IX's 9-1 when we never mainstay United. You're saying it's just too many tiers below them. I
3: mean, if you look at the tiers and you look <laughs> at the goal scorers as well, yes. that tells you a story that, okay, if these guys scored, then definitely it was not the best of t- opposition they had on a day.
1: Fair enough. Brian, we got two matches still to come. Uh, Wednesday, uh, M- Morocco Swallows are visiting University of Pretoria and United hosting Pulagwani City. All PSL ties, This to
3: finish, before the draw on Thursday. What are you making of those two? You know, when, when you spoke about Amazul last week, I remember I said to you, probably for Amazul, Amazul, I'll forget the Net Bank Cup and focus on our premiership. I will say the same thing for Morocco Swallows. I think if they go in there, they just want to go through. But And somebody said something different to me. He said, you know when you win that really builds momentum and gets you convinced that you can go the next level. And I think, you know, this Universal Picture side with semi, they're looking solid. They're looking like a team that can defeat anybody. But I think if you find the right Morocco Swallows will Rocha Bangui in the right soccer boots. They can defeat any team at any given time. But in Super Sport United and Pulukwani City, there is going to be a tight one to call. I mean, those two teams are sitting, I mean, fourth and 6th on a lock at a moment, and the two teams on a good run. Pulukwani City is having a time of their lives. But one thing that you know about Pulukwani City, they will concede goals. The only thing is how many they really score against the opposition. That's another thing. But Goran Nega's insights: SuperSport United looking solid to the back, and I think they're going to make it difficult for Polokwane City to win the tie. And Gordon said he wants more trophies, and I see this one going. It will be one but one very closely if SuperSport scored first. But if SuperSport did not score first, it will be a goal festival. Prime of the game. Thank you very much for your
1: insights and opinions. Enjoy the midweek action. Good, good, sir.
2: In today's fast-paced world, everyone wants convenience. In fact, information at your fingertips is the way to go. That's why SABC TV Licenses is pleased to bring you a new and convenient way to find out your account balance without having to stand in queues or even call in. Simply SMS your ID number or your TV license account number to 44210. That number again, 44210. And your account balance will be sent to you immediately by return SMS. Standard rate apply. Simple, easy, convenient. SABC TV Licenses. Just another way we're making a difference.
1: The Portfolio Committee on Communications hereby invites institutions and or individuals to nominate a person to fill a vacancy of non-executive member to the Board of the South African Broadcasting Corporation Limited, which arose from the resignation of a member of the Board for the remainder of the term of office of the current Board. It will be until the 24th of September 2018. Nominees must have expertise and experience in broadcasting policy and technology, broadcasting regulation, media law, business practice and finance, journalism, entertainment and education and labour issues. Nominations and inquiries must be addressed to the Committee Secretary, Mr. Tim Ngoma, Portfolio Committee on Communications. You can email him tngoma at parliament.gov.za or fax to 86 522 Telephonic inquiries can be made to 021-403-3733. Or 0837098407. Closing date for nominations is Friday, the 27th of February at 2015 at 4 p.m. Please note that nominees will be subjected to qualifications checks and security clearance. Late submissions will not be considered. If you thought one of the most popular Google searches of the past two years would be how to reduce your carbon footprint, well you'd be wrong. And if you thought it might be how to perform CPR or how to start a business, not quite. So what was one of the top instructional searches of the past two years? At twerk. Sensible thinking seems to be in short supply these days. At Moore Stevens, however, our guidance is always well researched and our support is thorough, ensuring our clients
3: benefit from the most precious business commodity there is. Sensible thinking. Moore Stevens. Audit, advisory and tax. Long live sensible.
1: 2014 was a tough year. The South African Post Office values you as a customer because without you, they would not exist. The South African Post Office is appealing for your support and assures their customers of their commitment to serve reliably. The South African Post Office is committed to building a strong future of performance reinforced by ongoing dialogue across the organisation to ensure delivery of reliable quality services. <laughs> Well, we continue with the Nedbank Bank Cup theme. Golden Arrows eliminating Amazulu in the Nedbank Cup tie on Friday night. Very impressive display from Abafana Best Tender, whose coach Sean Bartlett is on the line. Sean, thanks for joining us. Congratulations on the win. You must be delighted.
4: Yeah, I am delighted. Thanks for having me on the show, firstly. Um, it was very pleasing, obviously, for our players to come uh, back into a game one nil down. I think we scored the equaliser at a crucial time, just before halftime. It changed my uh, team to half halftime uh, in a big way. And it gave us a lot of confidence going to the second half. Um, and you can obviously see uh, it's something I've been working on. And uh, you can see the ring mentality in my players at this moment in time.
1: Yeah, I, I, you speak about confidence. And that level of confidence was so impressive for me. You played like you owned Amazuru. Is that something you've been deliberately working on with the side that after last season must have been down on their luck?
4: Yeah, I think it was all about earning each other's respect from the beginning of the season. And uh, obviously when you win games, players respond to your In your philosophy, it's a massive boost uh, as a coach. And uh, I've been really blessed with a great bunch of uh, players, Um, players that still want to succeed and hunger for success. Uh, And I think that for me is obviously the key as far as getting that automatic promotion back to the PSL is concerned.
1: Yeah, I want to get to that in a moment because uh, I've been so impressed as well by the way you've managed to to, to battle it out in the National First Division. But you're one point clear of Jerma Cosmos, but several points clear of anybody else. It's almost shaping up to be a bit of a two horse race there, isn't it?
4: I think the, the next three, uh, three weeks is going to be very important uh, as far as the results are concerned. Uh, we've got the African Warriors away on Saturday, then we've got Santos away, and then we've got Cosmos. So we could possibly create a little bit of gap even between ourselves and Cosmos, and that's going to be critical as far as making sure we can get to that automatic goal of getting the promotion to the PSL quicker maybe than uh, we expected.
1: Sean, I have been also very, very impressed by the way you've tweaked the defence. It's, it, it's a great deal more than unyielding this season. But was that always your your priority this season?
4: I think, as a new coach, and most coaches will tell you this as well, um, it was always uh, important for me to set the foundation. And as a striker, obviously, i know it's important to score goals, but elite just your know, defence needs to be solid. And the first ten games for me. Uh, we had eight clean sheets and even up to now we've got 12 clean sheets in 18 games and I think for me that's testament of the players obviously putting their bodies on the line and making sure as a team we defend and going the other way, uh, we don't have to, to do much training. I think it comes quite natural to South African and African players attacking is something that's very natural, so. Defending from you has always been critical as part, of, as part of the foundation.
1: Fair enough, yeah. I mean, it, on an attacking rate, you must be fairly happy as well. You're scoring it well over a goal a game. But, you know, mm. you, you mentioned as a former striker, maybe you, you, you sit down with a, a few of your uh, attacking lads and say, OK, this is the area we need to work on. Are you are you trying mm. to technically instill the gifts that they need to improve their abilities as strikers?
4: Yeah, we do that on a regular basis, uh, if not daily, at least uh, two or three times a week, Um as a striker, I work a lot, mostly on, on movement and technique, uh, before we can actually score the goals. Um, I think that's something that's lacking in this country. We don't uh, work enough. And I, one, uh, I think, aspect that I like to take away from American football is the movement, uh, for, for instance, on wide receivers, trying to get mm-hmm. the ball, and that's what I'm teaching my boys. Not as a striker, even the wingers, how to create space for yourself uh, in order to get the ball.
1: Are you making them watch movies like Peter Busimani does, Invincible or Coach (laughs) Carter or something?
4: No, no, no. I, I try and take the things myself. I don't want them to watch uh, these kind of movies, now because I guess they pick up more of the bad habits.
1: Yeah, I suppose, yeah, there's, there's always the added drama of those uh, those American yeah. movies. But, Sean, look, I mean, you're somebody who's, who's in theory, I mean, your, your way for A license is thoroughly impressive mm. in a coaching role, but, you know, practically you've had limited experience as a coach. Your time yeah. in the National First Division, what's it given you, and tactically how much have you grown in your time as head coach at Arrows?
4: Yeah, I think, obviously, the coaching license itself gives you some um, kind of knowledge as to how you need to approach the game, uh, what you have to deal with on a regular basis as far as players are concerned, uh, because all these things, uh, it's not just on the field, it's off the field as well, that you have to deal with, the psychological aspects, you know, teaching and all these things, um, I've got to implement. So, so far, it's really helped me, uh, but I think the NFD has definitely opened my eyes as to What coaching is about, and I think even more so in South African terms, there's a lot of things you have to deal with off the field uh, in order to get results. uh, And for the players' side, I think I've I've tried to affect their uh, psychological uh, mindset more than anything else.
1: I don't think you're just trying, I think you've uh, succeeded. But in terms of the club as, as a whole, has Martin Moedlala actually sat down with you and said, this is what I expect, I expect promotion back to the uh, the PSL immediately? Are you playing under any sort of pressure, or are you just being allowed to do your own thing in your own time and hope that the results come?
4: Well, I'll be first, I'll be first in saying um, she's been very supportive, um, but as far as pressure is concerned, that's something that's not part of my vocabulary. I always say to the players, there's no pressure in uh, in football arena. We're doing something we love and we're getting paid for it. Uh, and as far as the mandate is concerned, that is automatic. You know, I think even as a coach, I want to be back in the PSL. And, and that's what I've told the players from the beginning of the season. Uh, we don't want to spend more than one season in the NFD. It becomes a lot more harder. So the mandate is autom- uh, Promoted, uh, getting promoted back to the PSL.
1: Sean, a lot of teams like to talk about teams they want to avoid. Some coaches like to say they, they're looking for certain uh, teams that they would like to meet in the next round. The way you're talking at the moment just suggests no matter who you're going to meet, whether it's Chiefs or Pirates or whether it's Natal United, you're going to be approaching it with the same sort of vi- uh, vigour.
4: Well, that's that's what I said to the players before, the uh, Amazoula game. Um, I don't care who we're playing. I know it was a big choice about the uh, KZN Derby and obviously PSL team. It was about getting my team to play the way I wanted them to play and, and to get the result that we were looking for, which was advancing to the next stage. And I think it's going to be the same approach in the next round. Wherever we play, it's about getting the best out of our players, making sure that we deliver as a team, individuals, and obviously getting the club to the next level.
1: Well, Sean, it was a captivating performance on Friday night from uh, from your lads, and I, I certainly wish you the best of luck, not only in the Nedbank Cup, but in the National First Division as well. Thanks for joining us.
0: I
4: do appreciate
0: all the support I'm
1: getting. Thank you very much. Cheers. This is SFM 104-107. Now, defending champions, Orlando Pirates, got their 2015 Airbank Cup off to a very positive start with a 4-0 win over Tornado FC last week. And the man that scored twice in that win is Tandani Ntuaiello, who's hoping to take Orlando Pirates to the trophy once again. I'm glad to say he's on the line. Thanks for joining us. Tandani, hello.
0: Well, how's it then? How
1: are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Two goals in that game. You,
0: you must have loved it. Yeah, yeah, it's good to, to score goals. It's, it's a very nice feeling when you're scoring.
1: And not to mention your first shot at goal was actually, the, I, I suppose, the most impressive shot that you released all, all night as well. That could easily have snuck in as well.
0: Yeah, because you now it's, it's, it's one of the things that I need to improve in my game and to, to, to get in the box and score goals. And now to continue doing that, even in the PSL games and going forward.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's pretty rare for somebody who sits as deep as you do to to get in on the action as much. I suppose, in a sense, though, maybe it was just a case of exploiting some of the the space against a relatively inexperienced team.
0: Yeah, because there yeah, there was a lot of spaces, and then I think if if you write the game very well, and then even even Isa, even Isa went to the box even took shots at goals, and I think we just used. You know, our experience and and I think it's something that we can improve in even in, in the p teams we can we can do that if we put more, like our minds into it because it's something that needs to be to be done by us and Orlando, Orlando, Orlando products made for us and we need to 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 contribute also because. Well,
1: indeed. And I think uh, the other added pressure, I suppose, on the players was the fact that Majora was uh, suspended going to the red card over the weekend, or last weekend. And in the absence of somebody like Opa Manisa, did you feel yourself any added responsibility?
0: Yeah, well, because now, now we're, playing with, uh, we're playing with two starters, and, and obviously, if I'm if, if playing, you know, I'm playing and I need to be the one who goes a forward, and, and, and that's what I did that night, and when when Opa is playing and you are playing, uh, we all need to go to the box and because you know we secure the back. he size the motion and, and, and defensive midfielder that stays and then he allows it to go forward.
1: Kermit Rosmus, I must ask you about him. Does he talk a lot about the Nedbank Cup? Uh, when you consider that he's actually played in the last three consecutive finals, he won it with SuperSport in 2012 and he won it with Pirates last year as well, and he scored three goals in three games. Does he talk a little bit about this being his tournament?
0: Yeah, no, I don't know, uh, but I think uh, I think Kermit uh, is even uh, now a good player and and he's been doing well even at Super sport. The play with Kermit seems very really young, and it's someone that that likes to score and 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 it will be difficult for him if he, if he's not if he's not scoring. But I think now and he's he's finding his feet now, and I think he likes the tournament too because every time he plays well again when he play in in the Cup.
1: Talking about tournaments as a whole, though, uh, Anthony, when you look back at your time in London Pirates, how significant for the squad was that CAF Champions League run to the final?
0: Um, I think uh, even for us, when we started, uh, to be honest, and, and even the guys can 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 believe it. When we started, it wasn't it wasn't the, it wasn't at all, and, and it, it, we were not just not into it when we started. And but now, when we we go to the 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 group the stages now we started to see the dreams possible that we can go all the way and then I think that's what we started when we beat Al at uh three zero at the in, in Egypt. And that's when we realized that guys we we can literally go and win this thing and I think now we started believing and yeah that's that's how it ended.
1: This has been a pretty difficult season for Orlando Pirates overall. Uh, you, you, you think of the aftermath of, of Senzomiwa, the loss of your, your captain. I mean, so much has impacted the squad to date. But where you are at the moment looks like a pretty good, a very positive space as as a squad. Do you think you're on the right path to, to doing something great in the seasons ahead? Yeah, I think
0: nothing I now. Uh, it was difficult for us after what happened to our captain. It was difficult, then because all of us you think maybe after the final we'll be fine, and but uh, it wasn't like that, and I think we needed time because he was he was he was close, to he was our brother, so it wasn't that uh, easy for us just to to move on and work, and but I think now we we we, we okay mentally now, and I think we 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 back, we back to work, and I think our second round, I think, I think second round is for, is for men. The second again, out for big boys, and second round for big teams. to Show that they can, they have clever, they have, they can handle the pressure and, and take the team forward. And I think that's what we need now.
1: So, Nami mean, is, is the resurgence though in your form actually come a little too late f- uh, for Orlando Pirates to actually do something in terms of winning the league? Do you think?
0: Yeah, we, we can. We, we need to win our games. We need to win. Uh, we can win the league. And, uh, and and for so now, and I think uh, if if we work as a team, if we 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 all wanted, we uh, all want to win the league is to win every game now from now, on. and and we mustn't focus on Kalachis. If we if we win our games, we can still win the league. We win all our games, and which of which is possible? If Kalachis won all their games, then we can still do it.
1: Eric Tinkler often talks about his players, how good they are, how brilliant they are. How do you as players feel about playing for Eric and Tibojo?
0: Yeah, I think uh, I mean, they understand the team and uh, they understand the culture of the club and they understand the players because we they've been with the club for so long and, and we we've been we've been with the club when it was difficult. We've been with club when it was things are going hard and nothing now it's a bit easy and. And, and 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 motivating for us to to, to because our young coaches, coaches, and I think it's, it's they they feel okay for us and they make us work every day and to be to, to be to be positive.
1: Well, so Daddy, I think you've been uh, thoroughly positive in your Nibank Cup start. I wish you all the best of luck as you uh, progress in the Nibank Cup and indeed in the league.
0: Thank you very much, and uh, thank you,
3: thank you very much. <laughs> The Apsa Premiership continues with a bang this week. On Tuesday, catch the exciting action live in Devon at Moses Mabida Stadium. Amazulu Usutu will tackle on the defending champions, Mame Sundowns, the Brazilians. This game will kick off at half past seven. Tickets available from 40 rand. The Apsa Premiership, proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League.
1: PostBank is offering you safe and affordable banking. Get the Flexi, Aspire and Mzansi debit cards that are for daily transactions and are acceptable for all Visa-branded stores. Choose from their various products, such as SmartSave accounts, Baghozzi, Stockfell account, TermSafe and TermSafe Plus and earn competitive interest rates. For more information, visit your local post office branch or go to www.postoffice.co.za. The post office is a registered financial services provider. CSL Radio Show. Oh, well, now Lady Muller is up after the news with a talk shop. Don't go anywhere. Just the scores from the Varsity Cup Rugby. Shimmlers have just beaten CUT 57-0. Ike's lead, Madiba's 8-0. UJ lead, Pucker 8-0. And Tuxface face, Marty's now at 7. But uh, for me, I've got to say cheers. I'm out of here. Back again on Thursday. Brad Brown in tomorrow. But from uh, producer Siobhan Chetty and me, Dwayne DeLocca, have a lovely evening. Cheers. It is 7 o'clock.